Uh, hey, good morning, everybody. Randy Doyle podcast today. We're going to talk about passion. Good morning, Chris. Hey, I'm just going to shift us around a little bit. I like to put you on that side. Do you? Yep. It works better. Well, if you're turned around, military terms, well, never mind. I want to go into that. <laughs> never mind. I'm going to geek out. I'm going to geek out. Um, <laughs> so, you know, amazing week. I'm, if I'm talking a little funny, funnier than usual, I should say. Man, I had I went in and so so as a kid, get into something, you know, we didn't grow up with much, right? So that we had a dentist in town that would 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 lack would sit us in the chair and put leather la lashes over our hands, drill us out with no Novocaine, you know, put some fillings in and then charge the state, because you know, we're on state care. And well it turns out we many of us, including me, didn't need any of those fillings. And so it stunned the growth of a couple teeth that I have that are original teeth when I was a kid. So I just had to have the last one repaired. They saved it though. Yeah. But yeah. The silver they used back then was pretty bad and it split the tooth a little bit. So they had to go and do a little more work. And so it's hurting this morning. Huh? Well, my, my biggest ever dental repair was when I was about 15 or 16. Uh, it was my first girlfriend and her, ex didn't like me and he approached me once in her backyard yep and uh he took a swing at me and he missed but on his follow-through his elbow got me oh and it and it broke my bottom tooth oh that's so awesome. this was oh my goodness now this is 30 years ago already and wow. uh i had to have two root canals on those two bottom teeth because they got hit so hard but uh, the one that broke, she's like, I'm going to glue this thing back together. That's her terminology. And we'll just see how it does. And 30 years later, it's still together. Wow. She, she, thought, she thought it would last like a year. <laughs> so, so did you beat the guy? Did you go to fist? Uh, he took off. He took off real fast. He, Chris Woolman. So, he was intimidated by the woman. You know, uh, did maybe. You have a as a kid? <laughs> maybe. Did you, have, did you have a nickname as a kid? Um, no, not really. No, not really. You know, uh, in, in my last career, I was kind of like the enforcer guy, right? In the office. And so they would be all concerned that I would go woman on them. I can but, see that. You're still kind of the enforcer guy <laughs> in the office, you know, just different office. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, no real nicknames. We, um, so the shop is really dirty. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it done tomorrow because it'll be gone. We'll be up in Oregon, right? So we've got yep. – we're going to go up and do a, uh, a shop crawl and go to different shops. We've got a mafia event on Friday night, and Saturday night we've got an IDA event up at uh, Adam's shop. Um, so we're going to have a good time up in Portland and come back home, pick up some students. I come into the airport and pick up students, and we start a five-day on Monday, the last five-day of the year. Can you believe that? Yep. And it uh, – it what a what a crazy year and and we're already um next year's looking great oh it's looking real good we're we filled up i'm booking into june right now we opened up a second one in march and down. i've got one spot left right now mm -hmm. speaking of so, we got to call harry and see if he wants one of those so remind me to do that offline as soon as we get down so let's jump into it. So running a business, I mean, you, you put a lot of these these notes together for this, and then I you kind of started it and I finished it. But it's 
you know, we, we think about running a business and how, you know, how many skills and difficult it is for some, they think it's really, it's easy. And, 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 and I want to challenge, I'll challenge that every day. Um, it's not, it's not that the skill, well, it is, there's so many skill sets you have to have, but in our industry, it's completely different, you know, than any other. So you got to have, you know, your skill based, right. Especially in our industry, it's just like any trade now. I mean, it's complicated, you know? Um, so you have yep. to have your skills, you have to have your business knowledge, you have to have marketing ability, but you know, you know, if you employ people, you have to know how to be a boss, you know, you have to, if, if you have to be able to negotiate, I mean, there's so many little caveats that come off of owning a business, but in our industry, you know, most of those things can be taught and learned, as you said, you right. know, taught and learned, but the passion side and, and even the passion the passion is what kept me from quitting when I wanted to give it up. And if it wasn't in the passion for cars and airplanes and motorcycles is really what kept me going at times when I was just like, screw this, man, I'm going to go do something. There's, there's something I can go make more money easier. And I could have mm -hmm. a lot of us can, right? There's, there's, but that passion keeps coming back, right? It keeps coming back. Um, more so in this industry because it's so demanding. Um, it's really demanding. And if you don't have a passion for it at some point, there's a lot of things, bad things that can happen. But if you do have a passion and you keep going, there's a lot of good things that can happen too. And you got to open your eyes up. So before we jump into this, before we jump into why passion is so important and how to harness that passion, you know, I got a couple, I got, you know, I, I got, Somebody got me thinking big time last night. And then right on the back side of this, I wake up this morning and I got a I got a message. And the two weren't related. Is I just got thinking last night big time. And then I got this message this morning about haters. Again, is is a I, a, I love when you guys make me think. You know? Uh, last night was warm and fuzzy. Today was more challenging, you know. When I when I when I get these 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 uh, contacts, haters, man, you know what? Um, and they mentioned something. They said, you know, they're they're just getting hated on in their market. And I'm I just I, I responded back and I said, good, absolutely. The fact that you've got a target on you is amazing. Keep going. And they even mentioned there they said well you know we, we know we've seen you at, at at industry events we've talked to you you're always cool but people talk shit on you if people talk shit about your group people talk shit about your product and i was like you know what and 90 percent of those people have never met me the same people are talking about you have never met you and you know what i hate to say it man is jealousy maybe they got their opinion of you but if they haven't met you or if they met you for five minutes has somebody really met you i mean you know our persona that comes off on online is so you know what i mean it's not i am who i am i mean i really am but what it comes off on and what you read online is probably completely different in person there's somebody on this call right now matter of fact that he and i were given bullshit about each other and we freaking love each other the dude's badass you know i didn't believe the bullshit i heard i don't know if he did or not doesn't matter he doesn't now you know and so, you know, to you people that, you know, I remember being in your shoes and when, when you start doing it right, or if you come in and you're new or you've been around for a while, but you change things up and you're really kind of getting to people, 
smile and know that you're doing your job, but don't pay the hate back. Just keep loving and succeeding and just don't say shit. It's, it's, it's silence is golden. And yeah. so I, I want to get that off my chest because nothing to do with this, but kind of, kind of passion, you know, passion. But I, I really, I'm one of those, if you don't have haters, you ain't doing it right. Um, and like I said, back in the day when, when the internet first popped up, you know, people like Jim Gogan, a lot of people, man, we used to go in and just, we'd, we'd bait people so bad back in the day. You could see them from a mile away. And those poor people, they didn't have a chance. You know, we just, we just slaughter them, you know, just slaughter them. And, uh, you know, thank God. I mean, so we've matured. A lot of the industry hasn't, you know, it's still there, but you got to remember that was a different time and we didn't communicate. Matter of fact, we didn't even go to events. You know, SEMA was like, you know, half dozen of us, you know, so we didn't know each other. So it was different. So why is passion so important? You know, some of the things that, you know, we just had, and, and Chris will tell you, I do a lot of mind mapping. You know, there's a board right behind us that has got some on it that I just did. And it will create new opportunities. It will create, passion keeps you alive. Passion keeps you vital. Passion keeps you fresh. Passion keeps you motivated. All these different things that it can do for you. And it spawns a lot of creativity and innovation, which leads to serious competitive advantages. you got to really – what are you smirking about? Somebody said uh, – my, You know, my phone was – sorry, it's a total distraction. My phone went off, and, and uh, you know, it's an R2-D2 sound, and so Jason Bruno noticed it. Oh, yeah, I did too. <laughs> yeah. I, I like it though. because I, I forgot to have it silent. <laughs> no, you're good. I like that. Uh, it's pretty cool that you have it. And you got a new piece of, uh, you got a new collection. We're going to stop right. Look at, you know what? It didn't oh. strike. Whirl. We just went completely off. But you just got something new in the collection that's badass. Yeah. You know, I I, I collect my, uh, my, they're called premium format, um, I guess like statuettes or whatever from Star Wars. And I, I got a new one yesterday. It, I ordered it well over a year ago. It's one of those things where you pre-order them, then they finally, you know, build them and ship them out. So and it, it showed up yesterday unexpectedly. It was a surprise. So, so what is You got to tell me what it is. It's the, uh, the uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Really. It's really cool. I got to so, find a place to put it. Yeah. Well, I, thought it looked, I don't, I don't know where you had probably just staged it for a photo. Right. But yeah. So, um, you know, back to passion. Well, that's passion right there. Star Wars, you know, well, it, it is. It's not it's not one that's, uh, you know, business related or, or making me any money. Well, it's taking my money. But yeah. <laughs> but you know what is what's well, like horses. They went over your soul and empty your pocketbook. Yeah. You know? And so but here's the you need those things. You need those escapes around you. You can't just have passion for work. We're going to talk about that in a second. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that people make. Is they get single sided on their oh my business is my hobby bullshit some point that shit's gonna get real old I have never yet met a happy person truly truly in depth at peace in their heart in their mind person that all they had was their work never yeah. never I still haven't met one so you know your your competitive advantages that passion can bring you is massive it's endless I mean it just it, it takes and keeps growing. It snowballs. It's a, it's a tsunami is that it just, as you, as you mature in your business and you mature in your life is that passion is going to bring up so many more opportunities 
but more importantly, it's going to bring a lot of joy, a lot of happiness, and a lot of wealth. Didn't say riches, a lot of wealth. You must have more passion in your competition. If you don't, your passion and business will dominate. They're going to get you. They're going to get you. Now, there's a caveat to that. There's a little side note. There's a segue over onto that one. I'm going to get in here in a little bit. Is that when you have passion, 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 it's also got to be mixed with what we talked about earlier, skills, business knowledge, marketing, all these different things. Passion is the one thing that has the potential to pull you through the toughest of times. You know, we call this in, in survival the will to survive. When you love something so much, it's amazing on what you can take and survive and what you can do and the health that you can, you can come out with after those tricky times. So how can you develop your passion if you don't have any? Boy, that's tough. And, and I'm going to be honest. You know, I've, I can't remember time. And Chris, I can't speak for you, but I think you're going to echo this. I cannot remember a single time in my life ever that I wasn't passionate about stuff with wheels, cars, bikes. Oh, planes. yeah, I can't. I can't remember that either. No. So, no. But, and, you know, <clears throat> I mean, I've always I've always had that car bug. So, you know, being being passionate about the cars and and transitioning to detailing was easy. But, you know, I am, um, you know, we talk about how you can develop your passion for something. You know, my my past career was in the, the high end audio video industry. And I just fell into that. And actually, the way I fell into that was through detailing. I was detailing cars got hired away from one of my customers who owned this high-end audio business. And I didn't know anything about that business, but as I jumped into it and dived into it and learned and about it and all that kind of stuff, I developed a passion for it that I still have today. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and everything shows in our shop and everything else when you set, set up, it's, it's set up the correct way. You know, your passion comes through for that. When it brings up a, a, a great topic is that, you know, even though I, you and I, we, I, I know people in detailing that are very successful that aren't really car people, you know? Yeah. And that just amazes me because I could have never, honestly, I couldn't have made it through, you know, what they've gone through without that passion and, 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 and admiration. So what they've done is they, they developed a passion for their business and what they do. Right. A lot of times it's, it's developing a passion for your industry. People that are really involved in the IDA. Uh, people that are involved in going to events, you know, across the globe, uh, people that are involved in their local car market. There's a lot of different passions that you're going to have to develop. One of the things that I've, I've developed a passion for that was not natural because we, I didn't come from any money. We didn't have money at all is that I'm investing in, in, in watching my money, you know, is I've, I've grown fond of that. That's something that I've, I've, my a passion for detailing is turned into a passion for, for what I call blue collar real estate, you know, um, I'm on the apps every single night of my life uh, uh, for blue collar car investing, all these different things that have turned one passion for cars into a passion for entrepreneurship, into a passion for for wealth management. I mean, is that crazy or what? Who would have ever thought of that? You know, back in the day, all we wanted to do was pay the bills. All I wanted to do really when I got into it is I knew I knew I didn't like corporate America. I love my job. I love the opportunity, but it just every day there was a little piece of my soul that was getting chipped away, you know, and in detailing entrepreneurship can do that to you too, is if you're not careful, it can do it to you. So you got to be very careful. Um, 
So how can you develop your passion if you don't have any? Be curious. I like curiosity is amazing. Is curiosity you look and, and bring it down to the micro level. Go to your I mean, everybody thinks so big these days because the, the Internet's opened things up, you know, for the last 23 years, 24 years. Right. And so we, we think so big. But a lot of times we got to go back down and micro ourselves back down. Think localized and, and, and think be curious about what you can do in your local market and expand out from that. There are so many opportunities. I don't care where, what kind of, you could be in a total blue collar entry level market, is that you can learn what people are passionate. There's car people in that market. There's car people. Now there's just, there are markets that aren't gonna work. You know, my little hometown where I grew up wasn't the greatest market. I had to go across the tracks to really get the work. Matter of fact, the first couple jobs I did in my little area, it didn't turn out too good. I got hustled, you know, because I was a kid. And so I didn't have to go too far to find a different level of customer. And that developed another level of passion, how other people live, how the, the people that I was dealing, doing, that I'd never done business with, what their houses look like, what their cars look like. And I'll tell you what, that was an eye opener is just, just going a few miles outside of my comfort zone and learning that started up a whole new passion is that i'll never forget we had a we had a friend of a uh one of our one of my brother's friends david Safason, is back in the day and you'll love this story chris because it's directly related to a, to a brand we both love is that um he really wanted a porsche now these guys are 12 13 years older than me and so he managed to go ahead and save his money up and one of the cheapest porsches at the time was there's two there was a 914 but believe it or not back then and this one i was a little this this one I was a little kid the 914s were a pretty hot commodity when they came out. So he couldn't really afford that. So guess what he went and bought? He bought a 912. Yeah. 912s in the, in the 70s were giveaways. You could, you could take and get them for almost nothing. But I remember I'd never seen a Porsche before. And that 912, when it came rolling up, I was like, oh, my God, I'm in love. The shape of it, everything about that car. And to this day, I can, I can imagine the smell. Is those yeah. old Porsches had this very Porsche still has a very distinct smell, and it started a passion. That passion, believe it or not, later in life fed my detailing, and so you can see where passion—it's really 360 degrees. It goes all the way around. So investigate, get real exposure to detailing. Don't you know your passion should drive you to events? Your passion to should drive you to continued education. Is that you know? I, I look at these, and while the internet has become very important to our industry, to all industries, really in the, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's that important to me, is because the in-person connection that you get and you build is, is so much broader and deeper. And again, it goes back to haters. You don't have that problem, as big of a problem, when you meet people in person, is a lot of people get really brave and big mouth when they're online. And they don't have the tendency of being that way when they're in person. So investigate. Go to these. Don't don't take people's word. Don't go off your first assumption. Is is jump in and 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 develop passion by investigating. Investigating is in continued education and events. And then practice is do it and keep doing it over and over and over and over again. Is you yep. cannot stop. You know, it was funny because I was talking to my dentist and and, and uh, him and I get along really well. He's the best dentist I've ever been to. Um, and I, I was asking him, I said, you know, what's, he was, he was military. He was a uh, air force dentist. 
And I said, you know, what's the continued education like for dentistry? And he goes, nonstop, nonstop, every quarter. If I'm not going and, 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 and learning at events, regional, um, he's got, he's, he invests in what I call blue collar. You know, we're in a small town. His practice is a small, small town practice, right? So he probably is closer to blue collar investing than he is, you know, doctor, you know, dentist investing. Right. But, you know, he's got these, he's got a passion because he loves to hunt. So guess what? He owns property where he can hunt on the property or where he can fish off uh, the property right there where he can go, go and do either or. And, and I love that. And so we always talk about, you know, where he's looking, what he, what he's bought, but he says, you know, I make my trips to where there's regional events where I own properties where I can go and get continued education and learn. And one of the techniques, you know, using lasers and everything else that he just used on me two days ago was all from recent events in the last couple of years, everything he used in my mouth that made a big difference was new technology that he had his curiosity and his investigation and his practice got him to do. So I thought that was pretty cool. And the master, eventually after enough practice, you'll become an expert. And I love to say this is learn the rules like a pro so you can break the rules like an artist. Can't remember who said that. It's somebody famous. I didn't make that up. I, I, haven't, I, haven't, heard, I haven't heard that one in a while, but I know I've heard it. Yeah. And, and, and you know, if you think about that, You've got to learn the rules. A lot of people want to jump to learning, to breaking the rules, but you really got to learn a foundation. You got to get a feel, you know, um, it's, it's like in law enforcement when I was, when I first became a, a reserve deputy is I remember going on the streets. We grew up on the streets, you know, we were patrolling the same streets of the town I was born in and the town I was raised in. I know the streets, whole different story when you strap on a badge and you strap on a gun and you're in a police car, whole different story, you know? And I remember because I was a reserve, is that, you know, I wasn't working all the time, you know, and, and so in, in a lot of reasons, oh, do you want to go into law enforcement? No, I had no desire. I had a desire to get back to my community and do community policing and police work always interested me, but I didn't want to do it full time. But it's a great way to get, give back to your community. Again, passion goes back to passion. Um, and so I remember having to learn the streets from a whole different angle. Business is the same way. You've got to learn your you've got to learn your trade, and then you got to learn the art of your trade. And there's a big difference. Uh, you, I, I've had I've had people really nothing against them, but I've had people come through training, and they'll see sanding marks, you know, but they can't see the sanding patterns that the sanding marks. Most people don't even know that they're there, but we 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 help develop your eye so you can see those things. Well, why? Because somebody taught me how to develop my eye on how to see those things, you know? And so it's, 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 that's what you want to learn. You want to, you want to dive down a little deeper. So, so, um, a thing I call passion on fire. So what's, what, what does fire, what's a byproduct of fire, Chris? We didn't practice this, so we oh, might fail. A byproduct of fire. Well, smoke. smoke. <laughs> you know what happens usually? Great. I'm glad you went that direction because that's the direction I was hoping you'd go. Usually when there's smoke, there's issues, right? So with this is that being on fire can have many meanings, you know? Oh, man, that, uh, what's, what's that saying that, that we got when the, the guys were here? It's lit, you know, with the flame. You know, it's lit. It's smoking. She's smoking. I mean, all these different things that you can come up with, smoking. So when you're smoking, that can have good, good meaning, but it can also have the opposite. 
And a lot of times when people are in business, even 20, 30 years in, even today, I'll think of things or do things. And it's like, ooh, that didn't create the right kind of heat that we wanted. Yeah. You know, we got it smoking hot and it burned a little bit. And so the key to it is developing a sense to where you know when things aren't going as they should be and that you got to change directions a little bit. Um, the thing I witness people so passionate that they are blind with passion is that their passion creates so much passion that they can't see the facts or realities. And, you know, honestly, it's really it's very, 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 very fortunate that I even survived my first business because I was going down a road that was Spectrum Detailing. That was our first, my first company, Spectrum Detailing. And I was going down a road that was just a not only a dead end, I was going to a, a rock crusher. I was going to a cliff and was going to be pushed off and covered with rocks. And I remember a couple people, kind of customers, pulling me aside and saying, you know, have you ever thought, I mean, you worked a long time on that. That's awfully cheap. I remember the first person saying that. And then I had another person compliment me. Wow, man, you're the cheapest guy in town. And I was like, ooh. The first person said, man, that's awfully cheap for the amount of work, hours I'm working. And the, first, the second person said, wow, you're really cheap. I don't know if I like that. I don't like the taste of being the cheap guy. He didn't say I was good. He said I was cheap. And so that woke the young Rennie up. And I went and talked to my grandma, which had ran a, a restaurant business with my grandpa. And I said, here's what I'm charging. And she goes, yeah, I think you're way too cheap. And I raised my prices and I was so scared because, you know, I was a kid just making side hustle money, right? And what happened was the calls did slow down, you know, but what happened was the people that did come in were paying higher. I was making more. And the interesting thing off of that, I spent more time with them because they saw a passion. I saw a passion. And I remember, you know, working on a Corvette when I was 14, somewhere right in there. And it was a 67. So it wasn't just a Corvette. It was a Corvette, right? And looking back at it, I mean, it had challenges and stuff, but it was a cool car, you know, 427. I mean, it was side pipes yeah. and it was decked, right? And uh, rally wheels. I mean, it was cool. And I remember the guy being so passionate and sharing with me all about the car. And you know what? That one contact of being able to visit with him and not be in a hurry changed the course of my life, my business life. Because what I found in him is if I talked to him, he sent me business. He sent me referrals. Is that I let him open up and talk about his vehicle and telling me the story on his Corvette of being in the Air Force and getting that, that Corvette when he was in the Air Force. And just being a young kid and letting a grown man shine a little bit and his eyes sparkle talking about his passion that changed everything because what happened was i got to share in somebody else's passion i slowed down enough to get to know somebody and you know i've never stopped that habit since every once in a while i'll screw up and i get busy 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 right but you got to slow down and you got to enjoy the passions of others too not just your own yeah so what's that i said that that's cool so when our passions burn deep it can burn bridges Okay, so marriages fail, kids suffer, self-abuse occurs, drinking, uh, alcoholism, drug abuse, self-abuse, business failures, all these things without guided direction. How do you get your passion controlled in guided direction? Mentors. Again, the gentleman I just mentioned, I can't remember his name anymore, but I, I just 
you've got to be mentored, especially when you're either young, young in business, or you're at a transition point, you know, is you've got to take and be open-minded enough to know that you don't know it all and you need to seek out help to get to the next level. So as successful as our businesses are, is guess what? We are seeking out a professional to give us guidance as we speak because we've grown. So as, as, as developed, mature, old, whatever name you want to throw at me, is that we are progressing enough to where we're, we have to bring in outside professionals to kind of give us a roadmap, a better defined roadmap. Chris, Chris was much like that when, I, when, he, came in, when, when he came in and started working with me. You know, Chris gives me guidance. We give each other guidance every day. It's not a one-way street. Yeah. Is that we bounce stuff off. There's rarely, there's never a week that goes by that we're not bouncing ideas off. It's probably rare that it's not a few times a week that we're not doing that. And so you've got to be careful as that when that when that passion burns and it's so on fire, it can it can singe other things around you. So you got to keep your eyes open for that because I'll tell. I see that a lot in our industry, and here's why, and I'm going to be blunt. We, you know, detailing is much like the military. The military brings in the majority of us that, that, that are in the military or have been in the military. Some of us came from challenging backgrounds. We, we came from broken homes. We came from uh, lower to low class, you know, incomes uh, to working blue collar incomes. And then we've got a percentage that are, that are that came from very wealthy, you know, very well established, very um, organized and, and stable families. And so, detailing is the same way. A lot of us come from kind of a broken past, and yet we come together. And some of us come from very established past. And you know, we manage now. I think the back in the day we didn't blend too well, and. I think it was obvious, and I think that still to today, it doesn't blend too well in certain circles. But you know what ha has happened in modern times in the last, let's say, five five years especially, is that we have started to blend. And what is that? What what what's brought that together? A lot of it's the IDA, a lot of it's the events, a lot of it's SEMA, a lot of it's Mobile Tech Expo, a lot of it's that is that we've got all these personalities from all these different platforms in life that some of us came from very um, established families, loving, solid families. Some of us not. And we can influence each other because the people that were, I, you know, I, I've, I've off, it drives Diane crazy. I've also, I've, I've referenced myself as a street rat. You know, I came up out of the street rat. You know, I came, came, came up that way and it, and it really pisses her off because it's not the truth. I had a lot of love and stuff. I just came from the, you know, a different area. But a lot of the street, <laughs> there I go again, a lot, I'll call it what it is, a lot of the street rats, what we can show the people that came from very organized families is a lot of times our passion is the only thing that we got, is we come from very humble beginnings. We had a couple bucks to put all this together, and we happen to be fortunate and blessed enough, sometimes lucky, to, to bring it all together. Um, we can show the people that came in from a little better platform in life what it means to survive. Now, the people that came in at a different platform, a little higher platform, they can show us what it is to live. And we really need one another, and it's really important. So here's my last thoughts. First off, we want to th always thank PNS for backing us up on this. Uh, they're just wonderful. 
And then we want to reach out is is with our friends at Rupes, you know, for underwriting part of today too. Uh, Rupes has been a great partner, and uh, we we we've utilized their whole uh, allotment of tools uh, in the training centers uh, along with Flex. Um, but Rupes has really stood up. Uh, they've they've been supporting us uh, with their products and so forth. And then again, uh, PNS Bob and Dave, the Phillips family, the entire Double Black team. We want to thank them. So let's go jump into this real quick is last thoughts is have many passions. Don't have one. Don't have, I hear so many people say that business is their only passion or, oh, that's my hobby. That's my everything. I've, I've been there for a very short time and I want to tell you, it got me in the biggest, the biggest mess you could imagine is because, my, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say my, my wife thinks I have too many. Mm. <laughs> you might. I might. How many cars there's, do you have? Well, there, there's, so there's there's cars, there's Star Wars that yeah. we talked about, there's Hot Wheels, right? Uh, there's Legos. Um, I'm still into my music and and electronics with that stuff. So, yeah, and, and, and none of them. I mean, Hot Wheels are cheap, but everything else kind of isn't. Yeah, it's well, and it's you know it's funny because uh, you never know what I'm going to be listening to Elvis this morning. Yeah, you know. Elvis, Diane kind of walks in and she's like, man, I really, I haven't heard this song in a long time. It's, it's kind of an old song, you know, but I mean, yeah, I think that, you know, music, God, man, you just talk about that one thing. And I know a lot of you incorporate music in your day, daily lifestyles because it's so easy because of, you know, all the cordless technology and everything else that we have. But I think, Chris, that, you know, those are fallbacks when you get stressed, those items. Yeah. And it, it, like you said, it doesn't need to be expensive. It just needs, it could be a hike. Uh, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but you can go out and hike with the shoes you got on your feet, the clothes you got on your back, and take a water bottle. I mean, worst case scenario, don't get lost because I don't want to come out looking for you. But, you know, it's it's you can do things for really cheap and develop other passions that could really open up the horizons for you. And then harness your your passions. Don't just Don't just have a passion. Use them to their ultimate is that – you know, one of the things I've always I've always loved is people. I love talking with people. Love, 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 love. You know, I love talking to my horse. I love talking to my dogs. You know, constantly talking to my. Do you talk to your dogs? Anybody else talk to their dogs? I, I well, I mean, I don't have like serious conversations with them. But no, yeah, but you go up to them and say, "Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing?" You do that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, me oh, yeah. too. Yeah, I walk there's in there. There's one sitting right behind me right now. You can't see him, but they're right behind me. It's like, do you acknowledge your do you acknowledge your dogs when you walk into a room? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, right? And so yeah, you so you're there. You're so you know that's a that's a that's a passion. You know, is is there's so many different things, but harnessing your passion to your top of your ability, it's going to take some help because you probably don't even know what your top abilities are until you get around other. People, listen, I always wanted to take and have five friends around me that were hyper successful. Is that when I was young, I planted myself around successful people because I had to take, and even though I went to school and I was learning shit, they had something I didn't have and school won't teach you. And that's the ability to network and communicate with people. And so I put myself, I still to this day, you know, I, it's so important that you surround yourself with people where you want to go, where they're, where they're at, where you want to be, or they're going where you're going. But more importantly, there better be a couple people in that group 
that are seriously ahead of you, you know, and that you can shut up and listen to is that's the key to it, too. And then share your passion. Don't bottle it up. What I mean by that is that, you know, it's it's so people, so many people, all the secrets of detailing. You know what? Some of the best things we do, some of the, you know, we the, our five day trainings, insane, right? Just insane. But some of the rawness of the one day extreme trainings, it's it's a gift sometimes. It really is to see how people are just getting their start and they're getting their toes wet and they're so excited. And that yep. feeds my passion. You know, it feeds my desire. And then let your passion be felt and seen. You can't hide it, man. Let it be. If you're a car person, man, let the world know. If you love your business, let the world know. You know, don't be shy. You you gotta you gotta you gotta be you gotta be you know, I mean, just crazy about your own your own journey. And there's nothing wrong with that. Now there is a difference between ego and self-confidence. And, and, and you got to you got to really look at that. Is this my ego coming out or is I am I self-confident on this? Because there's a big difference. There really is. Well, you know, and sharing sharing your passions introduces you to other people with the same passions, too. Absolutely. You know, they, they, they'll they'll kind of come out of the woodwork. Right. Like even just yesterday when I posted that picture of that new Star Wars statue I got, you know, I discovered that there's at least three other geeks like me in this industry that like the same stuff. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's, I went over to it right away. I'm scanning it. So I said, oh, what's that? You know, I don't collect stuff like that. But, you know, I was lucky enough. I was a little, I was a kid. I was like, when did Star Wars come out? 77? Yeah. So I was, yep. I, I, I was 11 years old, you know, when Star Wars came out. And let me tell you, um, it hit, when it hit the drive-in and we went and saw it, I, I hate to admit this, but, man, I snuck back in for like four more showings. You know, oh, yeah. we found a way to get in that drive that that drive in again and again and again. You know, I come from the era that man, you filled the trunk up and you just hope that they didn't do a trunk check. You know, uh, and then we'd go to people and ask them. You know, there'd be a big line like when Star Wars is. We sit out in the line. We went down and offered people a buck to get in their trunk. You know, and then they kick us out. Well, then you'd have to go find out somebody had their speaker up loud enough to where you could actually hear the movie. You know, so it was it was a pretty cool time. And then lastly, I'm going to leave you guys with this, is reignite your passion for what you do. Don't ever let that passion burn out. Listen, it's going to keep you going. Burnout, I've been there. You know, I really have. It gets tough. Um, you know, we're coming out of an extremely challenging, I would say last week was a direction changer. We had an extremely challenging 10 weeks, you know, personally and uh, uh, professionally. And just everything was just, it, it was intense. It was a really long, tough 10 weeks. Um, but you know what we escaped, I got to see almost all my kids last week. We got to ski. We took a little road trip. We got some right there. Uh, we got some cool shit going with the new shop truck. Matter of fact, I'm going to cut a video right now and I take off and start doing some really cool shit. Some new stuff that Chris and I and, and, uh, team double black are going to bring all to you guys. It's going to be pretty fun, but you've got to reignite that passion to keep it burning. And the best way to do that is with others. You got to network around others. Bring other people in. So with that, uh, Chris, thanks for another great day. And uh, hey, yeah. last message is go out and have a wonderful day. Again, call somebody up that's made an impact in your life. Tell them thank you. So hey, Chris, I'm going to do it right now. I'm calling you. Made an impact in my life. Thank you. See? <laughs> well, easy? hey, you know, the, the likewise, right? Right. Yeah. We, we impacted each other's lives. That's it. That's what you want to keep doing. So 
All right, guys. Hey, take care. Happy detailing, everybody. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Yep. See you guys. <laughs>